We've been looking at family. Today we'll continue Genesis chapter 3. We looked at God's purpose in this is the third part or the third in the series. The first one we looked at God's purpose for the family. We said the family is the place for what? Honoring God, obeying God for true worship. Hallelujah. And we said if we all understand our role in the family, we'll be better husbands, better wives, better children, better uncles, better nieces, and all of that. And in the second part, we look at the structures of the family. And the first structure we looked at was when God said the man would leave his father and be joined to his wife and they shall become one flesh. So there is the commitment and then the marriage. Marriage is one of the structures of family. Hallelujah. So today in the context of family, we'll look at the structure number two. And the second structure within that context, let's go to Genesis chapter 3. And I will read. Now we'll, um, Genesis chapter 3. Now the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, Has God indeed said, You shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And the woman said to the serpent, We may eat the fruit of the tree of the of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, You shall not eat, nor shall you touch it, lest you die. Then the serpent said to the woman, You shall not surely die. For God knows that in the day you eat of it, your eyes will be open. And you will be like God, knowing good and evil. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, I wanted to um, to note that when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, it was pleasant to the eyes, and a tree desirable to make one wise, she took off the fruit and ate. She also gave to her husband with her, and he ate. Verse 7. Then the eyes of both of them were opened, and they knew that they were naked. And they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves coverings. Verse 8. And they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. Amen. The second structure of family is have a family culture. Have a family culture or a family value. Culture is a practice that is passed on to generations. 
So why do you eat the food you eat? It's part of your culture. Why do you talk the language you talk? It's part of your culture. Why do you dress the way you do? It's part of your culture. So culture defines and makes and identifies a people. So every family must have a culture, must have a system, must have a value. You go to a company, they tell you, these are our values. These are the things we stand for. And if you work for us, these are the things we expect you to do or to become. Every family must have a value system or a culture. Why is that important? It is important because there are always suggestions in life. There are always alternatives. Why don't you do this instead? Why don't you do that instead? There are always demands on your time, on your money, on your resource. Why don't you do that instead? Why don't you buy this instead? If you have a value system, you will maintain the right order. So here we see Mrs. Eve in the garden. And you know what? The Bible describes, you see, you sometimes we read it and we think she was just sitting there and an ugly looking serpent just appeared. She would run away, of course. It wasn't like that. Now let's look at what really happened. Let me paint the picture to you. Go to verse number six. When the woman saw that the fruit of the tree was good for food, okay, and then pleasing to the eye and also desirable for gaining wisdom. So she was in a setting, in an environment where it was calm, it was cozy. It was a beautiful scene. That's why she didn't run away. And I'm sure Mr. Devil didn't also just show up any way to scare. Everything was serene. So when the devil showed up, it all seemed to make sense because she was thinking about what might happen if you taste this fruit? What might happen? What might not happen? Sometimes you refuse to do things just not because they are wrong, okay, but because they don't edify, they are not part of your value system, they are not part of the culture. So, when she was in that atmosphere, the devil came and said, why don't you have a go? She said, no. God said, and the devil said, has God actually said you shall not? He said, no, no. God didn't say that. God said we can eat everything, but not this one. He said, no, no, no. You don't know. God knows you become wise like him. The value system was being challenged. What was being challenged is what did God say to Adam and Eve? Is the family bonded together? Are they obeying God's word? That is what was being challenged. But because Eve did not hold on strongly to the value, she compromised. Every family must have a value system. There are things we don't compromise on. 
And it shouldn't just be the mama and the dada who know it. The kids and everybody and even the dogs and cats must know it. You think it's impossible? They can train dogs. They do. So even the dog knows when not to disturb. But what was happening in that in that environment where Eve was encountering the serpent was it was so convenient at the time just to have a try, just to have a go. And I tell you, in family life, there are times when it becomes so convenient to break the value system. Convenience is the killer of godly concepts. Convenience is the killer of godly concepts, of godly values. And the problem is, your convenience becomes an inconvenience to other people. If we are in a family because it is convenient, then we don't go the extra mile to sacrifice for other people's convenience. So she considered that, oh, this is good, this is nice, this smells nice, but when she ate it, she gave also to Adam. Your convenience also becomes an inconvenience for other people. She gave some to Adam, and he also ate. Then they realized both that they were naked. When you break your value system, you are exposed to your weakness. When you break God's word, you are exposed to the weakness. You are exposed to satanic attacks. You are exposed to all kinds of things. It doesn't mean however they were clothed before the end, I don't know. But whatever it was, hear this, the glory of God was covering them. So they didn't need any physical clothing. The glory of God was covering them. But when they had the glory of God departed, then they knew, hey, now we're exposed. We're exposed to the sun. We're exposed to mosquitoes. We're exposed to snow. We're exposed to rain. So what do we have to do? Try to show something. Try to show something. You don't have to break the value system of God over your family. The word of God over your family, the moment you break it or disobey it, the glory of God lives, and then you are now exposed. And some of us, because of convenience, we have broken these systems, and now we are exposed and we are crying to God, but you shouldn't have broken it in the first place. Based on God's word, we preserve. We preserve. The whole family must have a culture where we, we gather to honor God. It must happen. The whole family. So they were exposed. Their witnesses became exposed. So they sowed fig leaves and made coverings for themselves. Go to verse number Verse number six. Verse seven. Verse seven. Genesis chapter three.
Then the eyes of both of them were opened, and they knew that they were naked. And they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves coverings. What happens when you go outside of God's will or when you break your value system, you realize you're exposed, so you now have to work. Your natural strength goes into overdrive. You work harder. You work overtime to compensate for what has been lifted. A lot of families are struggling because the glory has been lifted. You have said one thing that has destroyed the covering of God. You have done one thing that has... Now, fornication or adultery is the common one. Okay, that we know. But there are others that are neither fornication or adultery, but there are acts we have done which have just lifted the covering. And because unforgiveness is one of those. Cursing, cursing your own children, cursing your own wife, your own husband. You, you amount to nothing, you'll be like your dad. And it lifts certain coverings. Then people go into overdrive. So now our natural strength must compensate for our weakness. So they were sowing fig leaves. How long will leaves last? as a clothing on you. You sow it in the morning, by noon it is dry, isn't it? So they have to sow it then. So it was a continuous thing they were doing. It was real labor. It, it didn't happen within 30 seconds and God came. No. They were living with that condition until God showed up. It was constant. They were trying to cover. What are you struggling with? When the glory of God lives, people struggle. People struggle. Some families think, I have to provide. I have to provide. So everything is, I have to provide. And you are always providing. You have been providing for all these years. You are still having to get the glory of God back into the family. The hand of God must show up. We are laboring. Say, yeah, I'm tired with this marriage now. I've been doing all that. I guess it's because you have been doing what you can do. That is why it's now impossible. Let the glory of God take over that marriage. In the name of Jesus. Let the strength of God come. And God in his mercy, when he saw that they were struggling, sowing fig leaves, you can imagine how mad leaves they were. They will go morning. They were so one for morning, so one for noon, so one for... They were doing it. And then God showed them. When your defenses are gone, when your weaknesses are exposed, your natural strength goes into overdrive to try and compensate. But it is never enough. Never enough. Then the voice of the Lord, they heard the voice of the Lord in the garden. And they hid. They ran away. See, the voice of God should cheer us. Every family that hears the voice of God must be cheerful and run to the voice of God. There are families, there are people who fear the voice of God. As soon as they hear, hey, it's time for church. No, no, today Sunday morning. Sunday was no Wednesday prayer. It becomes a burden because by anything else, the agency is calling you. Yes, I'll take it. 
How many hours hungover? Now, I don't mean you. I mean no, some people, not you, right? What I'm saying, the voice of God must excite you. There was a problem when they started running from the voice of God. Because their covering had been exposed. Their nakedness. So you can't, you can't approach God in your sin nature. You can't. You can't stand. They would have died. So they had to hide. There are some families, if you if you try to pray, it will be a problem. Another person will say, I'm trying to sleep. You are disturbing. Yeah? <clears throat> May the voice of God have central authority Amen. in your Preach. Preach. Hallelujah. Amen. That you will all run. Listen, if the voice of God cannot rally and unite all of us, mm. what can? East Enders. <laughs> Mercy. Mercy. Coronation Street. Coronation Street. No. And it's true, in some families, the only time there is peace and harmony is when Coronation Street is on. <laughs> or Simon right. Cowell is on TV. That one we don't have you. Mercy. But let us say, can we fast and pray for, hey, why do you fast? Look, you won't die. I'm telling you. Jesus fasted 40 days and 40 nights as a human being. And it's been medically proven by science. You can stay without food for 40 days. Beyond 40 days, you're going to starvation. Okay? That is why when you are fasting, it's good to drink water. Now, people who fast and don't drink water are harming their bodies. If you fast without drinking water, the maximum should be three days, no more, maximum. If you ever do it, three days, no more. If you go beyond three days, you are harming your body. It's scientifically proven. We have to find a place where we can gather around the voice of God. So when the voice of God came, see, the voice of God they were thinking, the reason they hide, they were hiding was because they were thinking judgment. What have we done? God is coming to kill us. But God was bringing mercy. Oh, that some families will run to the mercy of God again. We will run. The voice of God was bringing mercy. So what did he do? God killed the lamb and he made clothing out of the skin, the hide of the animal. And how long would that last? For a long time. The skin of an animal. For a long time. He, God made them the original leather jacket. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Hallelujah. They got the original leather jacket. So even though they had sinned, God wasn't calling them to kill them. God was calling them to repair them. That we will run to the voice of God today. God is calling us not to kill us, but to repair us. To bring us back into his fold. Yes, they had to pay the price. But God didn't just throw them out. He said, I still have to cover you. But this is a temporal covering. I cover you with a lamb. But the real lamb of God will come. Amen. 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 So the covering for every marriage is the blood of Jesus. Amen. So please, don't let our families... Wonder so much into oh 
convenience. This is, you see, it's not convenient. It's not, it's convenience kills even your dreams. Because you can never tell the people who are hiring you when to call you. They'll call you when they when they want to call you. And if every time you tell them, oh, it's not good, I'm not good to them, they won't call you again. Convenience is when you are hearing the voice of God, when you are hearing the word of God, and you are thinking, next week I will do it. Do it now. Do it now. Value systems, culture. What is the culture? God has said. We don't have to look too far. God has said. What has God said? For some people, when they were getting married, they knew the voice of God. When the marriage is in trouble, they don't know God's voice again. <laughs> when you ask them, so what is God saying now? They, they're not sure. He said, in my spirit, in my spirit. But before they were married, they knew the voice of God. God would rather kill an animal to protect Adam and Eve than to separate Adam and Eve. Whatever sacrifice is needed to bring the family together again, God can do it. And there is no greater sacrifice than the death of Christ on the cross. So if God could give Christ to die on the cross, there's nothing he cannot do. Any sacrifice that is needed for your family to survive, God can still do it. It will, God can still do it. Unless you think that God, what is, what is a marriage? Two people, two sinners saved by grace. So God has saved you, God has saved your husband, right? So why can't God mend the two of you? Why? Yeah. You are, you all, you all cry to God. You, you, the husband go and cry to God, the wife go and cry to God. So why can't God mend the two of you? Why? We have to get to the place where we say, no matter how we have sinned, we will run to the voice of God. Amen. Because that is where there is shelter. Right. That is where there is covering. That is where there is protection. Amen. That is where there is provision. Right. Hallelujah. Amen. So God's original idea and intent for us was to bring us, bind us together irrespective of what we've done. Irrespective of what we've done. Bind us together. Do you know God didn't listen to Adam's excuses? And he didn't listen to Eve's excuses. He actually put them together. He covered them with, with, with the leather jacket. It is time to cover your weaknesses and your nakedness. Then start talking about them. You see, you see what he did? You must have a value system that I will never expose the nakedness of my wife or of my husband. Yes. 
you must have that contact. I will never expose their nakedness. That's If you ever do, then it is only in the context of prayer that maybe you are entrusting another prayer partner help me in this prayer. Only that. Otherwise, you give room for the devil to come in and destroy things. Structures. Structures of the family. Now, single people are not leaving you up. But we can't treat all the subject in one. So we'll come to single, singleness and all, and all that. But even single people understand that you are part of the great family of God. And in in some earthly families, they have their value system. You think the royal family just behave anyhow? They have a code. They have, they have some things you have to comply. Prince Charles struggled with Diana because he loved Camilla Parker Bowles. But according to the royal custom, Camilla wasn't a royal. So he had to marry Diana because of the royal custom, but he never was happy with Diana anyway. Where did he end up, Camilla? So people say that's why maybe the queen is refusing to die because not too sure whether Charles should succeed. That's just a joke, right? You must have a value system and preserve it. And defend it. I pray today that whatever covering has been lifted from the family, it shall be restored. Amen. At the sound of God's voice, whatever the devil stole, it doesn't matter whose fault it was. We have identified that a thief came. You know, it's like a thief. If a thief breaks in to uh, a property, you have one enemy now. You go after the thief. You don't fight yourself. A thief has broken in, and that's where we have to focus. And, but sometimes we allow the thieves to make enemies out of us. So you say, eh, if you had done this, if you hadn't done this, it doesn't matter. The problem is the thief shouldn't be here, but he has been, so we go after the thief. We unite as one and go after the thief. Value in family, don't act alone. Don't act alone. I'm concluding now. Don't act alone. That's what happened to Eve. She thought, well, I can make this decision. This was a decision he needed to reject first or even consult Adam. She didn't do that. So, number one, don't disobey God's word. Number two, don't act alone. Number three, don't run from God's voice. 
run to God's voice. Don't expose the nakedness of your spouse or even of your family. Don't talk ill of your family. As for this, my family, nobody has even ever crossed it. As I said, if you say those things only in the context of prayer, Because the family you are pouring water on is affecting you yourself too. You have to declare that my family is blessed. Even if you are the first Christian in your family, you have to say, and all that are in my line shall be saved in the name of Jesus. And allow God into your weakness. So what happens some people you see them pacing up and down. They are figuring things out. They are trying to figure how I'm going to deal with this thing. Huh? Just ask Brother Joseph. He was figuring out how he's going to deal with Mary. The angel said to me, hey, be careful. Just go to God. Don't figure things out. If you're figuring things out, you will do that which is not the will of God. Amen. That we will have strong families who will take dominion. And we'll continue. I'm concluding now. Do you know, I said before, some families rule the world, right? I'm concluding, so this is just to finish. There was a time British Airways had a problem with one lady who was wearing a cross, and it was a big row. You know, you know what happened? The Church of England told British Airways, "Listen, if this thing continues, we'll pull out all our investment from British Airways." The Church of England has investments in British Airways, so because of that, British Airways stopped. The misbehavior. Are you with me? Today, Disneyland have released a new version of Beauty and the Beast where there's gay. Christians are saying, why, why, do, why, do, why do they care? Why should they care? The people who will buy it, they know they'll make their money. Assuming you and I were strong and powerful and we have investments, big time investments in Disney. Huh? When they do that, we just bring them and say, listen, we are going to pull out our investment. Huh? We collapse a company. <laughs> but we don't have power. Because we are not, our families are not where they are supposed to be. So even if you are earning more money than your spouse, because there is no harmony at home, you won't even see the money. <laughs> You only really say that one. But God wants us to be united, strong families. And then we buy, let's say we own big shares in Apple. Apple come up with something we don't like. He say, hello, Mr. Apple, this Assemblies of God Church. We're going to pull our hand. He say, no, no, no. What you want, we do it for you. That is the language that one listens to. That some families, if you want to go anywhere, you just ring and you mention them. Oh, there's a come, it will open doors. Mm-hmm. There are families like that. There's a name. That's right. There are names. 
that opens doors. And that is the sort of thing. See, Bible said God gave Jesus a name which is above every name. That are the men. And why? We are now sons of God. We are we are co-heirs with Christ so that our families must also have that elevation. So when they mention your family and people say, ah, open the door. Open the door. Amen. Amen. Do you see? God said to Abraham, you'll be the father of many nations. Nobody knew Abraham. But today you mention Abraham. So that's the same thing God is doing with you that nobody knows you now. Whatever your name is, however long it is, it shall be pronounced. Oh, they will learn to pronounce your name. Don't worry. They will say it and say it correctly. Because God will open that door. But that begins when you start creating the value systems and God's glory and it's increasing. So when they mention that name, people say yes. That is the time the world will listen to us. But if we are walking with nothing in our pocket, oh, this land don't mind. They are, they are, their investors are happy. They'll make their money. So the noise you make, it doesn't concern them. So that is why God wants you to have a strong family. God wants us to have a strong church. The church is a family. 